Hello everybody and welcome back to Things You Can't Ask Your Mum. I'm Lizzie. And I'm Lindsay. And we are here with our season finale, another episode that is brought to you in sponsorship with the gorgeous jewellery brand Vashi. And this week we also have a competition which you guys can enter where you and a friend can co-create and design a piece of jewellery. Lindsay and I have done this ourselves, which we have been very excited about too. It's a lovely service that Vashi offer, which do make them quite different to other jewellery brands. And we love the fact that it's also been focused on friendship as opposed to necessarily just being jewellery for a romantic partner. Um, If I'm honest, there's no one I'd rather design jewellery for me rather than Lindsay. (laughs) She's definitely going to get it right. (laughs) Um, It's really easy to enter this competition as well. The first thing that you need to do is go and follow Vashi on Instagram. Their Instagram handle is at Vashi Official. You also need to follow Lindsay and I. I am at Shop From The Street. Lindsay is at Lindsay Holland underscore. And then finally, you need to go and comment on the latest photo on the Vashi channel of me, Moi, <laughs> Lizzie, <laughs> of Lizzie, uh, just commenting any emoji that is jewellery related. And once you have done those three things, you will have successfully entered. And then you'll be contacted if you've won and you better get thinking about what piece of jewellery you would like to design. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was such an amazing process, wasn't it? And especially because Lizzie and I got to go in store and all of the stores actually have a workshop inside. And it's like, oh, it's just such a lovely experience. The designers really listen and kind of are just so open to creating something that is fully you. And it was like, you know how fine jewellery can sometimes be a little bit intimidating? It's always the loveliest experience to go in store at Vashi because everyone is so friendly Mm -hmm. and so warm it just never feels like that it never feels intimidating not all and it's such a personal experience when you can go in and design something as well and so collaborative which also makes it feel less intimidating as well definitely and Lizzie and I are coming up for I think we've actually surpassed it now eight years of friendship and so it's just been such a lovely thing to kind of recognize that by designing a piece of jewelry for each other and we feel very lucky but it's so special we're just waiting for the the pieces to arrive and then we will show you when they arrive via the powers of Instagram something like this for having dealt with high maintenance holland for eight years oh my god honestly give this girl a medal i'll even admit it myself give her a medal a medal or just a diamond pendant would be fine oh yeah yes maybe a large diamond pendant definitely (laughs) anything like that oh dear for this episode we wanted to talk about reflections of the past year basically we thought that'd be a really good way to finish this season um where the timing sort of coincided with us coming out of lockdown Mm. so it was quite a reflective period anyway of i don't know it's been quite anxiety inducing in some ways Uh, exciting as well but as all the restrictions start to lift again and it's definitely made me sit back and think oh my gosh what has the past 12 months done to me (laughs) 12 months and the rest i feel like a caterpillar in a cocoon who is now tentatively a butterfly i'm not fully there yet because like you say it's quite nerve-wracking some of it because it does feel busy all of a sudden and that's like it's quite an overwhelming feeling really yeah. especially if you're in a big city because everybody's just out you can't get a table for love nor money everybody's outside and it's a beautiful environment and it's really buzzy but also it's 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 a bit scary too because it's just kind of gone from zero to a hundred very quickly and mm. a lot of us need time to adapt and catch up with all of that because we've all been in some kind of hibernation for a long yeah. time and as much as it's been so lovely for Lizzie and I to 
have a walk into a pub and take a beer away or walk into sit outside and have like a hot dog and a burger or something like that which was what we did on the 12th when we were allowed (laughs) it was just so amazing but it is it's it's a big deal like and we've all got to maintain such a level of safety too so it's like being vigilant being excited being so happy to be reunited with friends and family and it's a big mix of emotion so whatever you're feeling is okay because everybody is feeling the same yeah definitely I was thinking earlier about going into this year, getting through January and February felt impossible. I right, just kept thinking about, especially on New Year's Eve, because they're really shit yeah. months anyway, but just being like, oh my gosh, this doesn't feel like I can get through these when it was locked down and everything. And then thinking of how far things have come since then and how much more manageable the day-to-day feels and life feels in so many ways, just because there's so much lightness. Yeah. Everyone has just... I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe it like everyone just got their head down and did day by day and it's almost like we've not looked up above the parapet for so long and then suddenly yeah. we're like oh so that sunlight and hopefulness is here yeah. again on the horizon but it's taken just so much dog-headedness of just thinking every, take every day as it comes and see where we get to which Absolutely. is a really weird way to live your life because we all well, me and you definitely always live life of always like right what have we got going on tomorrow what's happening next week we're here for mm-hmm. four days and then we're going there and everything was just lived almost a week in advance. Yeah, if that. And yeah. it was just, it, that, that's what I found hardest as well. Because like you say, me and you love a plan. We love to have things in the diary. So many of us operate that way. We're always looking to the future, always looking for what's next. And when that's taken away from you, it's, you know, we've had some dark moments in all of that. I know many, many people have mm-hmm. in the way that that's felt in terms of the way that we've had to change life. Yeah. It's been it's been a really wild time, hasn't it? Yeah. What do you think are the, like, the things that have come up for you the most when you look specifically over the lockdown period? So lockdown one, two, and then three. Oh my goodness, I know. As if we've had three. I, I think for me, definitely, like I've had this awful like it's been gnawing away at me. Just this ache to be free like this huge Mm. thing about freedom where I'm like I just want to be able to go here there and everywhere and now I'm never going to take that for granted again and Mm. now things are starting to ease up even down to the smaller things like making an effort to go to the park with the girls and sit and have a drink or a pizza just saying yes to everything that is going to make me feel good and not be like oh I shouldn't do that because of this I shouldn't do that because of this I'm just gonna carry on look after myself and do just say yes to everything and all of the fun and all of the free freeing things and I think where I'd lived out of London for a while I kind of cut myself off from that a little bit because I felt like we've spoken about this before I felt like the the hour out of London was too much to make any of those plans but now I'm just like come on get to it and I'm you know as you know I'm I, I go and see Lizzie really often and we have lots of plans with the girls and lots of bits and bobs going on with the book and everything which is really exciting so I'm just I'm just I've learned that I need to just relax into life a bit more and really just grab it all and say yes to everything within reason so that I'm not burnt (laughs) out but you know just yeah I think that's been a really nice thing to learn about myself and and it's maybe chilled me out to a degree as well like Mm. at the beginning my anxiety was awful because I think I'm sure everybody's was the worry over everything the unknown it was all just so bleak and I think yeah everything seems to have balanced out for me now and I think that's come from having such a dark time Mm. that the only way feels the only way up is up now really yeah definitely I think that's probably been my biggest learning what do you think yours is um 
I don't, when I look back over it, even that whole year, I just look back and just realise how unhappy I was. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. Um, which is mostly because we were saying this the other day, I've probably had the happiest few months that I've had since I've moved to London, I'd even say, over the past, yeah. what, when do you think it will be, like from February maybe? Yeah, reckon. So like three, three and a half months have mm. been the happiest I've been in years and years and years she truly um, has she's had so much energy i've not known what to do with her <laughs> she walks for about 15 hours a day i can't keep her still it's so lovely to watch still. <laughs> i've been annoyingly happy at points she has well. been it's annoyingly been i can bad. also vouch for this sorry you nearly flashed me a minute ago she's not wearing a bra under the shirt that i can see <laughs> no, sorry, i'm really hot as well so i just always want to take the shirt off but i won't do it <laughs> please please spare me <laughs> um, yeah just so 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 much happier and then mm. I think when you like come out of a period of being unhappy and a lot of that was obviously lockdown related because everyone struggled like you said Linz mm. and so much came up for people and having that much time to reflect and stand still actually maybe isn't the healthiest thing for that <laughs> yeah. extended period of time we all need it for a bit but not for a year yeah. <laughs> I think like having that as a frame of reference has just made me realise gosh just how how much I feel like myself again and how long I hadn't felt like myself and or maybe had I adapted to be like oh no then maybe this is what I'm like maybe this is my norm and where I balance out at and then being back to this phase where I'm like no actually this is my this is where I'm normally at it is generally a really happy person um and so I feel really like grateful for the experience of lockdown almost in that it's similar to what you said. It like definitely took you to new lows. <laughs> oh God. Did it just dreadfully so? With us. Oh, like the, the worst one for me was lockdown three. Definitely the one mm. over Christmas and everything that was just absolutely hideous. I didn't. It was. It was just awful. Um, but then having gone through that and then seeing where I'm at now, you think, oh, well, maybe we all needed that experience of something really negative to then be able to see things differently and have a more positive outlook. Mm. Um, but I, for more than anything, I'm just happy to say that I am really happy. Yeah, it's so lovely to see. What a change. Never thought I was going to get my best friend back. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> you, were, you were close to getting a culling. <laughs> <No, I'm joking>. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, block. <laughs> no more friendship jewellery for you. No, no, no. We're all good on that front. Just dragging me down. Yeah. Um, And I suppose, like, a thing for us, because obviously Lizzie and I are both uh, freelancers. Yeah. Work has changed for so many of us in so many ways. People have been made redundant. People have spent so much of the last 18 months on furlough. Mm. And work is a huge part of your identity. So we have friends that were on furlough as well. And it absolutely threw them through a loop because Mm. that, like I say, identity-wise, like, what do you do with all that time now? And people might, you know, some people might think, well, you know, read, get a hobby, do this, do that. What While we're in lockdown, yeah. we're all trying to navigate these emotions and these new feelings and these worries and anxieties. And the thing that would probably focus you has been taken away from you because it's mm. the unknown again with work and the financial aspect of everything. It has changed so much for so many people. And it's so lovely, actually. I, I spend a lot of time on Twitter reading all the, the good vibes stories and... I see so many people like, you know, it back in 
back in 2020, I uh, was made redundant because of the, the pandemic. Um, I spent a lot of time worrying and applying and applying and applying. And I'm so proud to say now that today I'm walking into my dream job this week. And oh. you're like, yes. And it has such a lovely, happy ending in work for, for, for some people. So that's that's been really nice to see. Yeah. But it's it's been tricky, like... As freelancers, especially in the first lockdown, Lizzie and I were like, will we ever work again? Like, what is happening? Because everybody just pulled everything. Yeah. Everything stopped. Nothing was coming in or out of the country. And so essentially we couldn't shoot anything. And it was just, God, it was really tricky to navigate that. And yeah. like like I said about the identity thing, lots of Lizzie and I's identity is in work. Yeah. So we were like, literally, what shall we do? Like, what are we going to do? I know, yeah. And I think we both realised how much, like, travel was part of work, which was obvious yeah. anyway, but in terms of feeling creative as well. Mm. without I, I don't think I've had a creative moment in the past year, genuinely. Oh. I don't feel like I've been particularly inspired. Mm. And so much of that, which everyone's felt, is just from being in the same area and seeing the same four walls and everything. Yeah. And while it's really good to sometimes that have limitations that then make you think more creatively, only to an extent. I'm so over oh, all God. of that now. And it just to to have those feelings back of like you know we used to go away and you get somewhere and you're just so excited to take photos and all of that yeah. that feeling I oh, just yeah. can't wait for it and knowing that these moments of us going away together again and all of that is in touching distance yeah it's just so nice isn't it and like in the same way like if you're not a freelance uh person then you're nine to five like you use trips or holidays whatever you want to call it you use those times to chill out, switch off, relax, and that in turn inspires you and refreshes you and resets you for yeah. coming back to your working life. Yeah. So no matter how you use travel, everybody needs it, I feel. You know, even if it's in England, like everyone just needs a rest, yeah. no matter where that is. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter where it is, but we all need that reset from time to time. Um and even if you go nowhere but you've got a week off work, like using that time to explore your own city, your own town, whatever it is. Mm. All of that is so important and all of that has been taken away from us. Yeah, absolutely. So it's been, yeah, really hard. But at least we can travel throughout the UK now. And honestly, online, when you look, everybody's just in flipping Cornwall or Devon, aren't they, at the beach? So nice. So good. But yeah, it's all slowly coming back now, which feels really lovely. Yeah, it does. Um, so yeah, if, you, if you're still in a tricky work scenario, just hang in there, keep keep being brave and keep kind of putting yourself out there as well mm. um something will come like something will definitely come it's just yeah. been a really really tough period and you will get through this yeah definitely um and i suppose the other relationship we should talk about is friendships and how they've evolved mm. and changed and grown um over the pandemic really because everybody's had such different experiences and lizzie and i have spoken to so many people in the things you can't actually more community about how friendships have changed for for people and it's not all been positive um we'll start with the positive one which is mine and Lizzie's friendship of course (laughs) (laughs) I think when things get you know that saying what is it when things get tough the tough get going is that right yeah when 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 the going going gets tough tough, the tough tough get going going. What, what song is that though the tough gets oh, going. That's what I, was, I don't know. That's but what yeah, I was singing in my that. head to get to yeah. it. <laughs> That's it. So that, that has <laughs> been the case for me. I'm not singing it. You'll all tune out. Um, yeah, that's been the case for Lizzie and I. Like when it's been really bad, we just have dug our heels in, knuckled yeah. down and made the other one like 
feel as supported as possible and really rallied around for each other. Yeah, definitely. And that's just the way we've always operated, isn't it? Like, and it's yeah. all almost as if you and I thrive in a supportive role when the other one's feeling so awful it's yeah. like you get your armor on and you're like right let's yes. get you sorted straight away like there's just no question and we do a really good job of doing that for each other I think yeah definitely and this testing time has proved that that is just how we are yeah yeah we've both been through so much personally at different points actually we've timed it really well we have kind of been like a revolving door of shit for one another like yeah. when I'm really going through it then I'm all right and then you start going through it so that the other person has the yeah. capacity for the other one that's it <laughs> it is and it's like that the the push pull of capacity like right okay and there's never really too many times where we're like oh god something's happening really and it's really awful for both of us that we can't yeah. function we do normally have a little bit of flexibility around it all, which is yeah. nice of the universe to provide that for us. I know. Thank you for that. Otherwise, I don't know where we'd be. Yeah. And like both of us actually have maintained and cultivated some our existing friendships with the other girls in our life. And yeah. Like I've got my, my mates up in Manchester and we maintained communication well upped communication actually because we felt even further away from each other yeah. we, we were making sure to have like zoom dates with a wine or just checking in on the group chat on whatsapp and just you know one of my best mates had a baby and all of this and i've only met her once and it's like it's, it's mental and so yeah. many people go through so much and it does feel like we've missed a lot doesn't it for friendships and yeah, milestones definitely. and people celebrating different things yeah. Lizzie and I have both got like newborn babies we haven't met yet from friends mutual friends as well it's like just mad as normal we'd been right around there wouldn't we celebrating yeah, yeah. and yeah it's just crazy and it then is. yeah and I suppose lots of you will have experienced Yes, I think we had quite a lot of contact from people in the community who were maybe living with friends during the pandemic, which mm. didn't go down so well because you were having to navigate so much emotion all at yeah. once and, and, and really look out for each other. But then that's really hard to do when you're living on top of each other if one of you's ha- if you're both struggling at a particular time. Yeah, and one of you can't just go out in the way that normally you just get away from somebody even when you need it, which any relationship yeah. needs at a certain point. It was definitely... Oh that's just such an intense experience yeah I think like I found that something I've really enjoyed is that I've got lots of friends especially like around East London now where circumstantially it's it's come closer which has been really yeah. nice because that was the good side about of being here more often like previously we were, we were away all the time so then you went, went oh this sentence is so painful it's okay. <laughs> previously we were away all the time yeah. so then for the brief periods you were in London you'd like save that time for your absolute nearest and dearest yeah whereas being here all the time means you've got more time for kind of acquaintances which is then really enjoyable because you'd get to see more people even if it's just been to go for a walk obviously for most of the time but now Mm. that pubs are opening and stuff see different people who you wouldn't normally see as often and I've really enjoyed doing that yeah it's been nice because you yeah you're so right about the travel thing and if you're away a lot for work or whatever it is if you're not around a lot you do try and save those those periods of time is like precious time being at home with your closest people or your family and you don't you don't make time for somebody that you see only once a month for a beer but really enjoy that company because you your priorities in your head are all you know yeah, yeah. a bit skewed in that manner but yeah it's, it has been nice that's a good point to actually just be here and cultivate more of those relationships yeah definitely and yeah dedicate time to it mm. which has been really good 
I think as well the big one for so many people will have been the romantic relationships of oh God, yeah. so many people around around us both that we know of or know through friends have either like thrived or haven't thrived and it's been such an intense period for relationships mm. generally um and I, we obviously can't reflect on lockdown without covering that topic when we know how impactful it's been on so many people yeah definitely it's so tricky and you know as much as you love your partner like you'll have both been going through so much and it might have felt so separate that you might not be able to find your way back to one another um Mm. and that's not to say because there's not lots of love there it's not to say because you're incompatible or any of those things Mm. it's just we've all been through such a lot that it actually might feel like you need a fresh break yeah um and there's yeah there's just like Lizzie said, there are so many of our friends and so many people we know or that have been in touch with us on uh, Instagram and things that have really, really, truly struggled. And yeah. it has been so hard for anybody, everybody. I don't know a single person who I'm close to that hasn't had some ups and downs throughout this whole period. It has no. been such a lot, yeah. such a lot. Th- and then, I mean, actually saying that, some people have gotten pregnant some people have gotten engaged who are these wild bastards who are like obviously on cloud nine in lockdown unbelievable i know i know yeah some relationships definitely have thrived in yeah it. And definitely I guess in instances where people have struggled the question or that question that we've been asked as well is chicken or the egg like did mm. whatever issues you're facing in your relationship come up because of lockdown and therefore aren't relevant to life normally beyond this, or were they there already and lockdown only highlighted them? Yeah. it's And that's just, it's an impossible question to answer as well, which it is. is why it's we're so never, difficult for yeah. people. We're never going to know. It's just, no. you can you, you can go round and round and round in circles. You can have therapy. You can speak to your friends. You can do whatever you need to do. But in your heart of hearts, you will know what needs to happen and it might just yeah. take you some time to get to that point but you will get there yeah. with whatever whatever the outcome is you've just got to listen to yourself and reflect on how this period of lockdown has made you feel as an individual and what you need to be happy in your life yeah definitely and I, I've i not got a single friend in a relationship who hasn't at one point during this has said if I have to sit on the sofa and look at that person's face for one more evening <laughs> because it's just not obviously it's not normal to just be doing that as well and then it's obviously completely understandable that so much is coming up for people and then equally so lovely to know that there are relationships that have just absolutely thrived in that intense environment and like you said have gotten engaged or got pregnant or had a baby or something so we mm. need to like hold on to these lovely positive stories as well we do yeah we do but that's not to say if you've had a, a, a more negative experience then yeah that's bad or wrong like you just you honestly no. you, your gut will tell you what you need to do yeah your instinct will shine on through yeah oh my so, god that sentence i sounded like a poem i feel <laughs> sick at myself your, your gut will shine on, on through. through oh beautiful god. get that on a t-shirt a coffee. oh no some merch i think something that i think of often is let, let me try a word this well is accepting that this is something that happened in life and has 
happen to us all on such a big scale. In terms of what we were saying about it's really easy to think, oh, when life's back to normal, that sentence in itself, oh, when things get back to normal, then I'll Mm -hmm. address this or I'll feel differently about this. But actually stepping back from it and going, no, this happened in, in in the span of our lifetime and taught us all such a lot. And the new normal, whatever it is, is actually going to be an entirely personal thing of what we carry forward, of what we've learned. And so in the thinking of wanting all this to be over, which obviously everyone's done, it can be really easy to want to brush it under the carpet of like, oh, that happened then. That was only because of lockdown that that came up. Mm. But actually being like, no, that was this is a massive chapter in all of our lives that we will look back on and go, my God, do you remember that? And these are things that... I learned from it and this actually got me to this place, whether that be choosing to leave a relationship, choosing to take a relationship further forward, choosing to move out, choosing to move countries if you're just sick of London or whatever it is. All of these big choices, I think it can be really easy to like, not minimise them, but think that, I don't know, I don't know if this is making sense, but as almost brushing it away of being like, oh, well, this has only happened because of coronavirus, as opposed to thinking this is a a chapter in our life stories. Yeah, and uh, that makes so much sense uh, for me. Like, my old normal life, I don't want my old normal life. I want my new normal life because I'm a different person. Yeah, And I know what is going to make me happy and I know what is really, really important and non-negotiable for me to be happy. Yes. So in every aspect of my life, like, things will be different because I'm different. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like a lot of people will have gone through a similar change. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah, and I suppose in all of that, relationship-wise, if you are reflecting on something in your relationship that hasn't been making you happy or making you feel fulfilled or whatever it is, then use that time and use like listen to how it's making you feel. And if you've got those reflective thoughts and if you've got an inkling that something isn't right or hasn't felt right then that's completely fine okay I feel similarly about not wanting to go back to pre-lockdown Lizzie mostly because she was also miserable whereas post-lockdown Lizzie <laughs> she truly really was like we said <laughs> <laughs> but I know I spoke about this at the beginning about being happier now but being able to work out what it is that I needed to change in my life to reach this state of happiness as well probably wouldn't have been able to deal with the things that I dealt with as efficiently as I finally did without having this time to reflect on things and that's a really big learning as well of like stepping back and taking the time that you need to be like right something is not working in my life now I'm not meant to wake up and be this unhappy every single day I'm not meant to cry at home on my own every single day actually Mm -hmm. and no more excuses because you've just got to sit with yourself in those feelings and I think that's a practice that I'll try and make sure make sure I can do in the future if I'm ever in a miserable state again but just also being able to like if it's a relationship thing or whatever it is that has brought you unhappiness or you kind of realise isn't serving you in the same way throughout this, this has been a once in a lifetime opportunity to deal with those things. And like, again, on, on a personal note, I've like made turned huge corners in all the counselling that I've been going through of understanding certain links of patterns of behaviour now that have come up now and where that's stemmed from childhood and things. Probably would never have got to that point even without having the time to sit with these thoughts and feelings and not be, as Lindsay would say, going around like a blue ass fly <laughs> all the time, just not even consciously masking over stuff, but because I was in counselling as well, even when I was living my life like a blue-ass fly. Um, But it's just been a whole different opportunity to really be like, right, I've got to do the work here. And doing the work doesn't mean distracting myself with a thousand and one things or making excuses about what's making me unhappy. Doing the work actually means sitting with like 
extreme feelings of discomfort, being like really depressed at certain points, really, really struggling day to day, but putting one foot in front of the other and being like, right, how do I get my way out of here? And how do I do it entirely for myself and by myself in lots of ways? Mm. Not without support around you, but just, I don't know, you know, it being like a real journey of self, basically. Yeah, absolutely. It's so important. It's so, so important that we've, I mean, so I don't know, like, me and you are wired up in the same way. We <laughs> so are. we have managed to finally see it for what it is in terms of like the emotional intelligence we both have to actually look at ourselves in that way and be vulnerable with ourselves yeah. and allow therapy to, to, to kind of play devil's advocate a bit and provoke us a bit and push us into thinking in these new ways. Yeah. And some people everybody's on a different journey aren't they so it might have happened sooner for other people it might still be happening now for people Mm -hmm. it's just an ongoing process and mainly you've just got to really trust yourself because there is only you that knows what is truly going to make you happy Mm -hmm. you can ask for advice you can speak to your friends your family and they will all say the same thing they will all give you their advice their well-intentioned thoughts and feelings but it's down to you it is down to you to make that change and you know cultivate the happiness that you you truly deserve as well yeah absolutely and this whole experience with lockdown I think has just been so valuable for actually being able to answer what that is yeah. that makes us happy like going back to the basics of it all as well mm. and just basically addressing anything in your life that doesn't serve you also it's I think it'll be important to add that if if you're listening to this and thinking oh god I don't think I can do any of those things that's totally fine too because there's been certain points where kind of these revelations for me have only been actually in the past few months coming out of lockdown really because a lot of the time even though I was really miserable and knew what was making me unhappy the the experience of the world had me up to here anyway so we were at capacity and then it's totally fine to think I can't deal with the stuff I need to be dealing with right now Mm -hmm. because to tackle it head-on feels like too much because I already feel like the day-to-day is too much and that's totally fine too which is what I mean when I was saying about let's not brush this experience under the carpet and think okay normal's back this was just something that happened because now actually might be the time to address things because we're slowly freeing up that capacity again as we're no longer just going through the rigmarole of constant miserable news and the grief that we all collectively experience as we've lost our lives basically Mm. um that maybe now's the time that whatever has come up throughout the past year to be like right head on let's try and deal with those things now definitely and to echo what lizzie said like if you haven't had any revelations if you haven't sat down and thought i'm going to therapy or do you know what i'm going to try and find my best self bollocks to that it does not matter it happens for us all at different times so please don't feel like you should have done a certain thing or you should have hit a certain milestone because it doesn't happen that way we've all been up and down and it just so happens that it's this has happened for me and lizzie to you know on the other side of lockdown that we've tried we've started finally to have these revelations and these periods of self-reflection where we feel more confident in it and in in ourselves um, that's but such a good for point. most of it Lizzie and I were absolutely out of the building we were we we weren't we weren't doing anything productive yeah. at all were we we were wallowing I remember when lockdown one happened and I went back home back back up north mm. and I was not good then and no. feeling really like I've said this in another episode but feeling really miserable and sorry for myself basically just having a little pity party yeah. because Poor you. because I'd 
had to go back home and all my friends were in relationships and it was one of the only times I felt behind in life on account of not being in a relationship because mm. I was like oh gosh I you know had to move back in with mum which was wonderful but I was comparing that experience with everyone else who didn't have to do that and were just living at home with a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever yeah and feeling really sorry for myself for that reason tiny little violin and if you'd have said to me then in a year, over a year's time, you'll still be single. I'd have been like, oh, no, well, everything ruined everything, nothing's right. A year on, obviously, I'm still single and want to be single more than ever. Mm-hmm. Looking back on that, even that as like what I would have considered then to be a complete lack of growth, not reaching somewhere I wanted to be, not having a lifestyle that I wanted to have, thinking how much has changed for me to be here a year later and think, oh my gosh, I'm the happiest I've been in so long so much of that is because I'm single and enjoying that life so Mm -hmm. much I I would never have thought it I'd have never have thought that this would be my outlook on something like that and that's exactly what you were saying of like any low point that you've had at that time the revelations might be coming now not then of where you of how much you actually are where you want to be and maybe that where you want to be isn't what you a year ago would have thought your future self would want exactly and it's just, it can change. Yeah, it, that was so good. And it can change so quickly. But also there's so yeah. much work happening behind the scenes that you don't even know about on a conscious level, I feel. It yeah. just hits you. It can just hit you. And yeah, it's just, oh, it is an amazing thing that we've all been through collectively, as dark as it's been for so many of us. But it is, you know, for people who have managed to make a change for the better and for their own happiness and their own self-worth, then that, you know, would, like Lizzie said, we're never going to get that chance again. Hopefully, Jesus Christ. No, we don't want this chance again as much as No, we don't want it. We don't. We've we've used it up. We're we're good. (laughs) I don't need any more revelations for now. (laughs) We're good on pandemics. Thank you very much. Thank you, world. No, thank you. Well, on that note, thank you so much for listening. Yes, thank you for being... finale. I know. Thank you so much for being here this whole season. Like, we honestly adore you all. And... You'll see it the next time you'll see us will be in book form because the book comes out very, very soon and is available for pre order right now. Yes. And so we will oh link it. God, I can't believe that's happening. Yes, we'll put a link to it. And yeah, there are also some signed copies up for grabs, so keep your Ooh. eye out. Lizzie and I have got very sore wrists, so you please, please buy one of those. Because <laughs> we went through hell and high water to do it. Yeah. Um, Who knew writing were... your own name was so difficult? Oh, no, tell me about it. We had to have a beer halfway through. We were like, this is, well, this is a lot, isn't it? <laughs> we're also, so we'll pop a link to pre order that in the um, Entail app, but also the T's and C's about the competition with Vashi will be there. Um, and just all the details that you need for I know we mentioned at the beginning but if you need them in written form they shall be there also (laughs) yes that's absolutely fine and so we will see you next in book form but also in the next series of our podcast alongside the book so we won't be gone for too long Um, and we'll yeah we'll be back very soon thank you so much for listening everybody thank you so much and everybody take care bye bye